Guess who just got back today? The Wild Eyed Boys from Cutting Weight. Haven't changed, I got much to say. But one of them almost died of COVID. <laughs> yeah. Shane, Shane McNona's here with us today. And uh, if you, we've, we've, you've had to cut weight on your own here, and I apologize for that. We all apologize for that. We're very sorry. But Shane, explain to our listeners why they've had this drought. I, and first of all, I'd like to apologize to our, to our listeners that we've been gone for a month. It's been a month, boys. But we're back. People, and are, it's, people are waiting. They're cutting weight on their own, and that wasn't the goal. The goal was that we cut weight with them. I mean, yeah. we're, we we're, we're a us. brotherhood, a family, a community of exactly. people. What have people been doing with all their time if they can't listen to the I Cutting no Weight idea. podcast? Walk us through the, the events. You, call, you talk to us. You say, hey, I'm not feeling so well. I've got cramps. Jim says they're probably menstrual. And, I, and next thing you know, you've, you've got COVID. Wife's got COVID. You guys are just being irresponsible. It's a mess. It's a I've, mess. To, I've told the I governor mean, all about it. Told who? The governor. Oh, the governor. Yeah. He called me. And his me. sister that does the You're sign language. You're talking about language. Timmy? Timmy Savigavas? His sister's the one that does the sign language, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think that's his I'm sister. I'm not even sure it's she's... Bizarro DeWine. <laughs> it's female DeWine. That, that was sure. kind of like spoken word poetry sign language stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was actually sign language. Has mm. anyone ever vetted that? I've actually researched that lady, and she's a uh, professor at a university i think it's in columbus somewhere and then she's deaf herself and and just happens to look a lot like the guy that she's signing for um and she i you know it's she's it, deaf herself how does she hear what he's saying they read it to her they give her the script and he she does it she does it off the script yeah wow i did not know that uh, yeah i could i could go through the whole I mean, there's thing there's all and, kinds of you know little tidbits of knowledge you learn from cutting away i mean that's why you're here listening to us tonight I mean, that's exactly right. it almost sounds like you did some research mike i mean it wasn't podcast related i guess so it, i i did because turns like look, turns out it was so podcast. similar like and it's and it's not they almost wear the same clothes she wears an open collar suit and a navy blazer and dewine's there like Penn and teller basically basically and she doesn't talk <laughs> Kind of like Ben and Teller. Kind of like Ben and Teller. Yeah. And uh, yeah, DeWine does does the magic. Shane, yes, walk so. us through your bout with COVID. We're, we're just happy you're healthy and back here with us. But um, I got to be honest, we almost took this show in a different direction, but we don't know how to edit or set up our own equipment. Yeah, we, we would have never made it. And uh, yeah, yeah it, yes. it all it, ends it, there. Talk yeah. to us. Tell, us. tell us about it. Yeah, so my, uh, my wife got COVID. Presumably, we think most likely from... Uh, from somebody in from her a office. toilet seat, right? <laughs> she went if on a girl's case, trip to Haiti. <laughs> yeah. From a bachelorette party. Go ahead. If that was the case, I do not know about it. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. No, there's um, a lot of things you don't know. So yeah, she got it first and then uh she gave it to me because we sleep in the same bed. Sure. So you're bound to you guys You guys have laid together. Exchange. We've laid yeah. next to each other in bed. Exchange so, pleasantries. Yeah. So uh I got it from her a couple days later than her after her my uh symptoms started which was just uh a real bad headache and i went into uh, the chills and then a sore throat the headache lasted the whole time other stuff like you know was three or four days but it's like every day there's a new symptom i lost my taste just a little bit i didn't really think i did at first but now it's still like not quite back i can tell did you gain your like any taste in like music or (laughs) No, uh-uh. okay. Clothes no, that didn't help. Clothes, no, no. no fashion sense or anything. No, it's like straight joggers and a sweat. It's just all OS, OSU and Cleveland Browns. COVID's just all about taking. There's no giving in COVID. Shane, did you have an erection that lasted longer than four hours? No, never. No, because they no. do say call the doctor. If that's the case. <laughs> I would. I would have called the doctor, but <laughs> I would have called. I would have called a prostitute. Female. <laughs> But you know, I, w- I would not have called the prostitute. Yeah. But we're. Uh, I mean, we're, I mean, get that kind of action for free. <laughs> what? But we're all we're all healthy. You know, you got the, the test wasn't too bad. You get a little thing up your nose and got the results the next day. And how how strange is it that we haven't had this conversation until we're on this microphone here? <laughs> we exchanged nothing but text messages for the four week for you know the fourteen days that you had COVID. And maybe dying in a sweaty bed in your house. And I don't, I, we are not having this actual conversation until. It kind of probably makes, I mean, I know I was texting Shane around the clock. I I think it just brings into question Mike's actual, 
you know, caring and love of Shane. I, I, maybe that's something we should yeah. talk about, or maybe you guys should work through that. I don't know. I I wasn't there for you, and I want to say I'm that I'm sorry. Thanks, Mike. We're doing a we're doing but a it's hug. It's still too soon. To yeah, touch. I mean, we're fist bump only. I mean, virtual yeah. hug. He could still be sloughing. This is virus. this is your bag of chips, by the way. I, don't, <laughs> I got this for you, and I don't want anybody else to touch it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. All right, so um, what's transpired since Shane got COVID? Hell froze over, and the Browns have started winning. I know one thing that's transpired is that we're drinking a beer tonight mm. called. It's from Jackie O's Brewery, which is down in Athens, Ohio, another Ohio brewery. This is uh, We've done a couple of them already, but this one's called Mystic Mama. It's one of my favorite, favorite beers. It's a West Coast-style IPA from the first time it ever touched my lips many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something special, Mike. Yeah. And I think these guys down at Jackie O's do a great job. And I would very, very highly recommend uh, giving this a try. They they always have some pretty cool little designs on their cans and uh, which we talked about just attracts Jim to beers by the design oh, of the can. I get any, sucked, I get sucked sure. in by the marketing. Yeah. I mean, you could any any male any adult male there's who, a snake. who can afford a, a, an eleven dollar six pack of beer. Yeah, I mean, there's a beautiful like kind of temptress holding a snake, which I don't like. That that was kind of a negative for me. I'm not a snake guy, but there's flames and there's you know moons and mm-hmm. I. I I don't think you can go wrong with this. So it's it not only is the marketing and the artistic, you know, value of the can pretty cool. The beer is just dynamite. I mean, I I would recommend it. It's good if you're like IPAs. This is a super super solid IPA just to, you know, sit back and crush a couple of these on a Friday night like we're doing tonight and uh, enjoy them. So, good call, Mike. It's funny. Mike said, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to get a six-pack for the show." He picked up a six-pack and uh, we showed up at the at the cabin here, I brought a six pack too because you never can be too sure if you're gonna have enough. That's right. And uh, I actually bought the exact same six pack, so we we're on the same wavelength tonight. It was meant to be, and uh, I think it's good. I know, Mike. You've always said like the six six and a half percent is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, this is seven percent, and you just slammed it in about three minutes. Yeah. So I think we can say seven percent is still yeah. within your wheelhouse i think, I think it, mike's wheelhouse just went up it's just because <laughs> it's named after jackie onassis and you know, it is i don't know but I, she was but what a wonderful Rod lady jackie o, yeah. what, what a wonderful lady she was no, only I, jackie o i know it's a you know for a beer that's up the, up there in abv i think it's i think it's a really good beer and again that it kind of jumps off the page at you just with this I, I thought it actually said Mystic Mamba, and it was an ode to uh, um, Kobe Bryant. To Kobe Bryant. So, and actually, the colors would. would You've always been that. a huge Kobe fan. I know. I've known oh, that about you, Mike. Kobe. I mean, for someone that doesn't care at all about basketball, like you really have liked that guy. I, I have, and you, anyone who has seen me throw a, a wadded up piece of paper across a room into a trash can has heard me say Kobe when I do it. I mean, I, I remember, geez, way back in the day, you and I playing in a. You know, one-on-one game in basketball. Heated. Heated. I mean, heated because we had plastic suits. We were wearing plastics to lose underneath weight. Our, under, underneath we, sweatpants. We had already ran six miles that day and were sick of drilling and wrestling. So we... Like, let's fucking play one-on-one basketball just to keep the sweat going. And Not uh, not racquetball. Could have played racquetball. Could have played... Should have played racquetball. Could have done any number of things. Probably Panch wouldn't give us a racket. So we decided to do, uh, you know, let's do one-on-one first, you know. We just wanted another, you know, 15 minutes of workout so yep. we could... Be done, and then uh, we said the first person to ten wins, and you know, an hour and a half, an hour and a half later, <laughs> after some of the most horrific and pathetic basketball skills I've ever seen in my life. I remember um, the game. The game ended on. I re- first of all, I rejected like a driving potty shot layup of yours, which I was gra- I, I. I was bringing the. I was, it was a granny style layup, and you don't see that a lot. The, I mean, outside outside, outside of fourth grader girls, you don't see that. Much. But I was, I yeah, I own. I, I came from the elbow, and I was driving hard, and I, I I wanted that two points, and I came. I went to the rim with all I had, and you blocked. You blocked the shot by like my my hand never went above my waist, sticking your hand about belt level. <laughs> <laughs> and knocking the ball free of my hands and then turning around and laying it up 
for for the final for to get to get to ten. Dude, I remember just like there were some of the like Carol basketball guys were just like sitting there, there's like <laughs> shooting the shit, watching us, just shaking their heads like what the fuck oh, are they? Hey, here's here's a couple of great athletes from uh, from the college here, and uh, let's just see them kind of kind of battle it out and, and uh, battle it out. We did <laughs> battle it out. We did. Yeah, Mike, that, that reminds me of another story when, uh, I don't know if you remember this one, we were playing racquetball at John Carroll in college. And there yeah. was there used to be this little racquetball course that was like next to the workout room or the weight room, which is now a bigger part of the weight room. But it had like, remember the door was only like three feet high to get into it yep. for some reason? So we're playing racquetball and I kind of knew how to play racquetball and kind of some of the things you want to do to try to play better. So Mike kept serving and then he would move towards the middle and like look back to see where the ball was coming. No, I, yes, this is different. Uh, what I said was, "Hey, you're not going to hit me in the face with that racket, <laughs> with that ball, are you?" Well, that was and after like, I told no, you no, to just look forward happens. and that let never it. Re- happens. I said, "Just look forward and react to the ball. That way, you don't have to turn your whole body." And then the first time he do- comes to the middle, looks back after he serves, and I just crush him right in the side of the face yeah, with the ball, <laughs> right in the eye socket. <laughs> React, just, hey, that's a great pointer for racquetball. Hey, just react to the ball. Oh, okay. So just automatically recognize where it's going to hit on the wall and then where it's going to bounce and then where I should be in order to swing my racket to do that again to you in a way that maybe you won't get to that ball. It's so simple. Yeah. You make it it's sound just, so simple. So I moved to the center of the court, and I'm like, Shane, this was a serve. Yeah, it was a serve. I'm telling you, I was telling you what you should do after a serve. After you serve the ball, and you whack me in the face with that racket. Well, I'll never forget that. Then you never looked back again, did you? And that's why I never called you when you had COVID. <laughs> well, here that's we go. Why. And this is where it starts getting real, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm get, glad we got to the bottom of it. We're but, almost too close right now. But Shane, you are uh, you're doing well now. I, I'm assuming you're you're feeling well. And feeling well, about, about probably about 95. percent I'd say not quite 100. percent yeah. I haven't been to ninety five. I haven't been to ninety five percent in like probably fifteen years. <laughs> I mean, so God bless well, ninety five percent of my pre COVID <laughs> self, say, not of my original I, self. I run at about fifty five percent, and it's pretty rich. Like I'm smoking, I'm leaking oil. It's a, it's a, it's a exhaust coming out. Yeah, it's a pretty inefficient fifty five percent. Well, I mean, hey, such such is life. How was everyone's? I know Shane, you had you know COVID probably didn't. Uh, didn't get a chance to maybe be with your family or friends or everyone. And I know now, you know, during this time, people probably aren't getting together as much. How was, uh, how were your guys Thanksgiving? We haven't been, been together in a while. Any, any, any fun, any excitement, any stories? We, uh, I really enjoy one of the Thanksgiving traditions we have out at the, uh, Sam and a family. And we have the Turkey cup. We play golf out at Thunderbird North every Thanksgiving. We meet out there at seven thirty. we, walk with our bags and full winter gear and winter gloves and play the best golf we can and go out there about it's about eight of us we play best ball we usually get to about 11 holes before we got to race back to ed's house to drop the turkey and oil and fry it before loretta gets mad so it's a great christmas tradition we love it i think we lost to adam and his uh 11 year old son ouch (laughs) yeah (laughs) It was pretty. It was pretty good. I'm. I'm pretty sure if he played from the, uh, he played from the amateur tees, and I played from the the blues, he'd beat me on any given day. He's pretty good. Just good hand eye coordination, and I'm a terrible golfer. But it's a great, great tradition. Went out there and had, um, you know, had a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, and you know, well, truth be said, COVID be damned, we had you know probably 15 people in that house. And you guys don't give a fuck, do you? They didn't that day. They gave, they gave zero foxes. Does Ed think that you know, Schaefer just kills everything? I think he, I mean, he tries. He certainly, he <laughs> drinks like it. Like I mean, it I would. do think if you populate your body with enough alcohol, it's it's going to kill a lot. Of, I mean, it kills a lot of good stuff, but it kills a lot of bad stuff, too. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I think a doctor said that once. <clears throat> yeah, it sanitizes the body. It's like, um, you know, I think that's why you drink. I mean, I don't know. I know you guys do. You drink pure alcohol, pure grain alcohol every morning. Just, just a shot to get clear people, the system. You know, I'm, I, you know, some people say. I mean, just know, to get my apple, legs under me. Some people say apple cider vinegar. I say pure grain alcohol. I mean, Everclear. They still yeah. sell that stuff. And again, I'm no doctor, but I, you know, 
<laughs> but I play one on TV. But I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express <laughs> during a bachelor party once. <laughs> so what'd you uh, what'd you do for Thanksgiving, Jim? Uh, nothing, man. We uh, we kind of laid low. Vanessa's family, well, her family, her her mom and her stepdad came over and just kind of hung out. I did actually go golfing too the day after Thanksgiving, which I was uh, surprised. The weather wasn't horrible and had a fun time. I played with uh, my father-in-law. We uh, we bundled up. Played, got 18 holes in. wasn't bad. You know, we. I think <laughs> it was it was actually kind of funny because it was me and uh, my father-in-law, who's probably about 73. He's like, hey, I got a, I got an opening tomorrow in my league. Like, we're still playing because the weather's okay. Can you play with us tomorrow? We need another guy. I'm like, ah, sure, I'll play. And in my mind, I'm thinking, ah, this, you know, it's gonna be like 40 degrees and windy and cold, and I, I don't really. And I kind of, in my mind, had already said, like, I think my golfing year is done for the for the year. But uh, he kind of coaxed me into it, and it was like an 8 a.m. tea time early out in Madison. So I, we went out there, and uh, it's me. I'm the youngest guy. And my father-in-law is the second youngest guy. <laughs> and the rest of the guys were like 80-ish. And, and uh, you're driving the ball I mean, 270 yards. I'm, like, they're literally all playing from the senior tees. I'm playing from the just like a, the normal tees. And uh, I'm getting shit from these 80-year-old guys. Like, we, we didn't invite you, you young whippersnappers in for this. Like, yeah. And so they're giving me shit. They're giving my father-in-law Gary shit. We end up playing in a, like a three-man team. So there, I think there was four three-man teams, and we we played. So we played really well on the front. Played okay on the back. Kind of you know str- struggled in a little bit, but at the end of the day, we, we were pretty pumped. My my father-in-law was pumped because we we won six dollars each. So that was uh, it was a good day. I made I made like a couple you know crazy shots I, I dropped one bomb that like this one 80 year old guy who was on our team she's like that's a girl oh my god i mean he was going off and i mean the conditions weren't the greatest but it was, it was just funny because you know like the longest drive these guys would hit would be 140 yards maybe or something you know and then they're, granted they're playing from the senior tees so yeah, yeah a good drive is still like a good you know you got a good shot at it from your approach shot but like I was hit. I was actually driving the ball well that day, and like the, these guys were like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "That might have went like, you know, it was like 2:30. It wasn't like I fucking hit a 350 yard bomb." These, these guys take my money down to Nickelodeon and get yourself a bag like, of popcorn. Like, you can play on my team anytime, Sonny boy. <laughs> it was just funny. So we won six bucks a guy, and uh, my father-in-law was pretty pumped. So he was, you know, kind of strutting his stuff around uh, his buddies after that like hey we smoked you guys which was which was fun and it was cool so it was good nice good times yeah we think our thanksgiving in our house was uh ordered some food from a local restaurant heated it up and uh yes we sat on four four opposite sides of the big uh dining room table and that that was it took a nap probably and watched football god bless you 2020 but what the late yeah, night game got canceled, unfortunately. That was supposed to be the yeah, Steelers. That, uh, the Steelers Ravens. Yeah, that Ravens was a good game. game. Which they, they later won. I don't know. Was that the one that got moved to Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, yeah which ultimately like led to their demise on the following Monday after it was it was. Well a let's Wednesday be honest. So like the Steelers don't look so hot right now, Mike. No. Do you want to talk about that? Going in a different direction right now. Yeah. Rebuilding in the middle of an eleven no season. <laughs> but what we I decided just, to do is uh here's the situation i have to lay this out on the table yeah, parents I went away on a week's vacation no we got i think we've talked about this on previous podcasts and this is early onset of dementia so forgive me if i've recapped this i haven't watched a single steelers game all season guess which one i watched the loss. football team steelers redskins <laughs> guess, <laughs> we need you to steelers watch washington football team sorry for any native americans that are out there yeah we lose to the braves and I watched that game. Cursed. So we're going to need you to watch some more games. I'm going to watch the rest of the game. I'm probably going to watch Sunday night's game against the Bills. We're probably That's gonna, another tough one, Mike. Probably going to lose that game. Honestly. I mean, I've Josh seen Allen our, line, our linebacker good. Before. I watched the Bills game uh, Monday night against the Niners, and they just wrecked them. Yeah. And Niners wrecked are, them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> Niners have a good D. And Josh Allen, who I... Without Nick Bosa, they don't have much of a D. Okay, here we go. They've got the D. 
No, I I think the Bills are going to give the Steelers the D. Let's let's get right down to the bottom and let's talk about what you guys want to talk about, which is <laughs> the Browns. This was only this was only a segue. It was, it so was like a could, leading question. You could talk the about the Browns. Hey, the three. Browns are winning. The Browns are nine and three. But you and you got to understand, what? Michael, 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 I, Father Sabo would say that. Uh, rest Michael, in rest in peace. Rest Father. his soul. Oh, he would. Yes, he was a soul. All right. He was. <laughs> oh, but, all right. So but, I'll just, I'm just going to put my microphone on mute here and let you guys rail about how. No, no, Browns. but but you have to admit, we've had some struggles in the last couple decades. So the fact that we're playing well and we're nine and three, we kind of want to fluff our feathers up a little bit and Bro. be a little bit excited about this. I, and I think we I have every you. right to be, Michael. Now, do not take this away from us. I don't blame <laughs> you one bit. You have every right to be excited. Your team's healthy at the right point of the season. The Steelers are trending in the opposite direction. I think what's exciting about it is that the, the fact that Baker Mayfield's playing well. He's an accurate passer. They're doing this all without OBJ. But your run game sets up such a great play-action-pass situation that Defenses are going to struggle to defend the Browns through the rest of the season. I like them to win against the Ravens. Don't sleep on the Giants. No, no the Giants are good too, and they're playing. They're the playing Giants. for a division title. I like them to beat the Ravens. I like them to beat the Giants. I think it'll be a meaningful game here um, when we when we play the Jets. No, no, no. Yeah, I, no. well, the Jets. <laughs> You're going to give us that one. I mean, the Jets Steelers have play to the lose. like Steelers play the Bengals <laughs> the same week. You guys play the Jets, and then we play last each week. other. Yeah, last week. But you, you, I mean, the Jets game. You almost you almost have to say is a given. You, like, if you're the Jets, why would you want to win any more games? Like, you're you're a dumpster fire. Yeah. You you've given up on Sam Darnold, right? You want Trevor Lawrence, who I think everyone can admit like that's the consensus guy who's a stud. And I've seen him play in college for the last, you know, three years or whatever. Like he's legit. I think he's gonna be good. Yeah, I've got a so, of him in my But room. right now, like the Jets have a loss and the Jaguars only have a loss. So like you don't Jets, you don't wanna fuck this up and win a game. <laughs> because if you do, like the Jaguars don't have a quarterback. Yeah, the GM would just tell the players, hey, look, don't try and win this one. Like, literally, pride, right? you're all going to yeah. get COVID this week, <laughs> yeah. except for the practice squad guys. I don't even think they have to try, though. They're such a messed up whole organization. Well, how about the, what was it? Was it last week, though? Like, the fucking Raiders game yeah. against the Jets. So, Greg Williams, who used to be, Blitzes. like, the interim head coach, <laughs> he sends, like, eight on a blitz. And it's fucking the last play of the game. And against the Rugs, you know, for the Raiders, he's a speedster. He's had some struggles this year as a rookie, but like he's fucking really fast and good. And they, he puts him on one on one coverage on some clown cornerback so that Carr can just. Throw. Well, they're 50 yards away from the end zone. Why? Yeah. I mean, when has that ever been a good. So I always laugh because there's guys I know who are big Browns fans who, when the Browns were hiring a coach previously when they hired Freddie Kitchens they're like why don't you just hire Greg Williams because he was in the discussion he led you to like you know he won seven out of the last nine games or whatever it was like Greg Williams is the guy Greg Williams is the guy he is not the guy because he's a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) and he got fired and he's gotten fired from every job he's ever been in which if you're a coach yeah i mean if you're an nfl coach like eventually you're probably gonna get fired at some point for the most part unless you're like one of the guys that retires or whatever but like most nfl coaches get fired but he is an absolute moron so the fact that i laugh at people who still would comment about like i can't believe you hired freddie kitchens which granted freddie kitchens was (laughs) a moron yeah but like greg williams wasn't the answer either believe me where's freddie now he's a tight ends coach for the giants Oh, revenge game. Revenge game in two weeks. Wouldn't Freddie love to win that one? Yeah. I, I mean, is he, is he even a person? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't he like to win the, win the battle against He would like to win a cheeseburger eating contest. That's basically <laughs> Onset diabetes. I mentioned how messed up an organization the, uh, the Jets are. I saw today that they, they had announced who their like, Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee was. And it was Pierre Desir. It was Mark Gastineau. And he, he got, he's Joe not even Klecko. on the team anymore. They like, 
I don't know if they cut him or whatever like three weeks ago and they named him up for their man of the year. He's not even on in the organization anymore. It's like the best guy we got, we let go. So Well, to be fair to the Jets, the applications were due three weeks ago. <laughs> that's probably what that's probably what it was, but maybe you should Hey, are, you think this guy's this gonna be guy's around? dead. Cross him off then. <laughs> Hey, real quick. Before, well, so Walter Payton. While, while I'm thinking about it, I do want to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Frank. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Frank. He's uh, He was a founding member of Vagina Stew with Mike and I. Yep. The longest leg in that tripod. For sure. Without that, a doubt. Uh, I mean, he was he's the glue that has still held this shoestring together for, geez, it's been probably 20 years now. Almost. I've quit that band so many times and frank matola keeps bringing me back i mean what, what else can you say i, I won't say anything else. i I'd i'm prefer, not i prefer to. if you did. i won't okay i won't do Stop it on. but frankie but happy birthday frank. happy birthday brother we uh we wish you well i haven't seen you in forever hopefully we will soon and uh you know keep on listening and we'll keep on trying to make fun of you if we can yeah frank keep living the dream i oftentimes think frank and i are Kindred souls. Same taste in music. Same taste in women. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's probably not true. Brunette. You both like brunettes. No, I mean. But he did. You guys he, both like beautiful ladies. Yeah, he did. He did which make, makes you so different from every man. He's got a wonderful <laughs> wife and family. And I still think he holds a little bit of a grudge against me because I told him I was going to be. <laughs> I was going to move out to the west side there because Melissa's family is out there in Vermilion, but didn't happen. Here I am. He's, I'm an east sider. Out in the snow belt. You, you are where you belong, Michael. That's it. Right here in the cabin. The cabin. The cutting weight cabin. Mm. Another show. Let's take a quick 30-second commercial break, and then uh, we'll get back to cutting weight with y'all. All right. All right. Coming right back here. We're uh, still in the cabin, and Mike's eating month-old uh, <laughs> snacks. Yep. So just wanted to... Uh, we're going to bring in our first guest of a podcast, which we finally have gotten the technology to do because Shane... During his COVID, his COVID time was able to figure out how the hell to do this. And uh, our first get, guest is, you know, he goes by a lot of names, but I call him Mike, which is my brother Mike. And he's uh, he's known Shane for a long time. He's known Mike <laughs> Mike for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mike and uh, my brother Mike go back. I think guys with the name of Mike. It's a kin- kindred spirits. Kindred spirits again. Like that's I think that's the theme of the the podcast night. Kindred spirits. Yeah. So. And it was also his uh, his forty. He just turned forty last week, so that was pretty cool. Just wanted to introduce him here. His name is Mike, and Mike, uh, we're gonna bring you in. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey my name is Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> my middle name's Mike. Does that count for anything? I never knew that. Yeah, Shane Mike. Mike, we've, that. we've already gone over my insensitivity to friends and and you know their their lifelong dealings. But um, happy belated birthday, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate Happy it. Happy 40th, Michael. Feels good. I've been at 40 for about a little over a week, and it started out rough. Thought I maybe had COVID, but it turns out it didn't. So it was a good one. It was a good one. I think a lot of people who who just don't want to go to work wish they had COVID. I like have like a snot like in the morning. I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Mike, tell us a little bit. Are you now? Everybody like is probably going through this a little bit right now, where they think, "Oh my God, I might have COVID." Where they, you know, they drink water, and they're like, "Oh my God, I just didn't just, I don't." I, I just, no I just beat COVID. <laughs> I lost my taste. I can't taste this water. Uh, I got those texts from my father-in-law, like Bernie. He like as soon as COVID started, he sent me all these texts saying, "Like if you let your throat like even get dry for one second in the night, like you will definitely get COVID." So like make sure you wake up like every twenty minutes and take a little sip so of water. That, so that because and it was like this like really scary voice like YouTube video he sent me with like it was like a muffled voice like if you do not drink water, the COVID will attack your lungs and yeah. it will impact your air molecules. Which those 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 that's that's pretty much standard CDC branding right there they want they want to strike fear into the american population drink water where do no you COVID. where do you stand on the scale you know 10 i thought that a, was just air as well drilling 10 being a 10 being a hypochondriac you know zero being i you know this is all fake where do you stand on that scale just kind of lay it out there i'd say i'm like a five 
<laughs> Judging by the fear you just showed in, just just a you, you woke up with your tummy hurting, <laughs> yeah. and you thought you had it. It seems I'd like you'd be more like a seven or yeah, eight. seven yeah, and a half. You gotta, you gotta be vigilant. You gotta just like, I mean, it'll cross your it'll cross your mind. That's you know? a shot across the bow. Sure. I, at no point was I like, hey, I'm gonna go get a test. Like I know people that get like five tests. They've already had like five or six tests. Like I haven't had any tests. I take tests every week. I've, I've had one I think test. You're higher skill than me. I mean, one but, test, Mike. I'm a, I'm 100. I'm one for one. I only, right. I only take the test because the company I work for wants to make sure I can keep coming to work. No, so, that's crazy. so we, so where are you at in your life here, Mike? What's going on? What's what's? I'm I'm in the basement of my house here. New yeah. house. He's a homeowner. Yeah, he's a, he's a Hudsonite now. I'm a Hudson Explorer. How it is your? I heard you got a new. Don't uh, dox me. I heard you got a new gigantic TV. How's that treating you? What size? I got two, actually, because the first one broke. And, Tell me and what size company, right and now. And the people, 85, 85 inches. Damn it. Wow. I'm so jealous. That's I, fucking I bought, big. I went 75, and I regret it immediately. I, I, always I think always go crazy. as big as possible. Always go as big as possible because the, the next year they're going to come out with something bigger, and you're going to regret it. So, And you can never go smaller. Once you get a 75, you know who's really You know who really regrets it? The people that regret it are the curved TV people. Bernat's got a curved TV. Idiot. Fucking loser. Oh, that dumb yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, aren't the curved TVs, they're like super expensive, aren't they? They're super expensive. Or, and or boy, you better have TVs the home that supports curved. that. The, like the room that would support a curved TV. Yeah, but you don't have to get, like, they're, they're not big. that big. But it's like, I don't understand the premise. I don't know, they're not that big, but, but right, I, I just... I don't know. It just seems like a bit strange. What, well, Mike, you used, I remember like Shane and I, Jesus, probably 10 years ago, like you lived downtown Cleveland for many years. Your first apartment, like you had a projection TV that was, God, that was like 150 inches. I mean, it was ridiculous when yeah. you put that on the wall. Cool. Well, so like a 12 think, by 12 yeah. room too. I've always been a big TV guy. I think that made guy. me like a, my vision really bad. I think that almost made me blind. Like just because... <laughs> It's almost like you're at, like looking at a TV from like a foot away for like a year. It's probably, it's probably terrible. You got you got year, that from right? an old drive-in theater. You got yeah. it from the Mayfield Drive-in Theater. It was the same drive-in that like Pee Wee um watched that movie with um whatever her name was. What was her name? What was Pee Wee's? Like? Every, he was like everybody's got a big butt. Like what's your Francis? big butt? Eileen <laughs> I- or Irene? I don't even remember. Large Marge. <laughs> no, you're thinking of something else. So, Mike, tell us about this, uh, what you got set up in your basement. We heard you got a uh, driving range down there now. Yeah, I got this little net for my birthday. Uh, my wife got me here, Laura. So. And, um, yeah, I'm thinking about getting the simulator, but we'll see. I'll probably wait wait on that. But I don't even have a mat yet. I'm just, like, there's an old piece of remnant carpeting I'm using as an imaginary fairway. Yeah, that's good enough. That's the fairways you hit mostly in regulation is the imaginary ones. Yeah, so... So need, so, how does a shag carpet? Well, how, how does a guy that has really never golfed in his life, other than I, I golfed with you one time, Mike, and this was probably twenty years ago. And I remember it was, and Mike Stall might have even been there. I think and it was on the eighteenth hole at uh, Pleasant Hill or something, and you you had a, a bad round. Obviously, you weren't golfing at the time, and the you like hit your final putt. And it missed it by a mile. It wasn't even close. And you took your putter and buried it probably a foot into the green. And I said, that's it. Like, I'm fucking done. I'm never golfing with you again. No, like, so, an, like an axe. Yeah. Literally, like it was literally like Mjolnir and like Paul Thor's hammer, like right down into good. the wood. Right down into the green. So how, how do you go from that and then not golfing for, you know, 20 years to now – from everything I'm I'm hearing, and like obviously I played golf with you a couple times since then, you're completely obsessed with golf. How how did how did this come about? Well, I mean, I didn't have anything else really to do this summer, so it kind of worked out like that. I mean, I just won the Masters pool that you put on it every couple of years, and I I do like going to the Top Golf. I think Top Golf kind of like I started saying to myself, oh, like there's this new Top Golf. I'm just gonna go there every day. And I'll just get good at golf. But then I was like, well, I might as well just go out and golf every day and I'll get good at golf. So that kind of is how I did it. Speaking of top golf, isn't uh, the finder um, 
Christmas golf party that was from 2019. Wasn't that supposed to be a Top Golf, and that's never happened? I'm just wondering uh, what, what's yeah, that. It, it got pulled forward, but the pandemic now it's looking like 2021 holiday. And I do have a gift card, so that looks like that'll be going towards that. <laughs> the Finder, the Finder Christmas party was held in 2021 in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of been put on hold, but it, it's in the horizon. Who knows? It might even be an actual. Like golf outing in the summertime. I did see because uh, it's not t- much of a Christmas party. <laughs> Christmas in July. Yeah, I, 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 did, July I, I did see a, a post that uh, Frank Matola sent me today. He must have been like taking a, a birthday day because he he sent me a, a video of him like just hitting drives at Top Golf today. So I, I think I know what bombs? Frank was. Yeah, <laughs> he was hitting bombs, mm, massive bombs. So Mike, did you go out and buy like all new top of line gear? for golf oh yeah yeah i got i got nice clubs and stuff and i got good golf balls but then i just started getting crappy golf balls because i lost so many golf balls i'm sure which happens attest to that but i have gotten better i feel like i haven't lost that many balls towards the end of the year here so that's a positive sign what do you um we were talking before about uh the brownies and their Recent, you know, uh, ascendance to the top of the AFC, and Stahl was getting, you know, he was kind of bitching about. I the think Steelers. they're being massive, massive disrespect. The Browns are getting; they should be favored this week against the Ravens at home. What's your prediction? I think hey. the Browns are going to. I think the Browns are going to win by six. I'll take it. I'll take any any win. I'm gonna take that action. Do you want to tell Stahl how bad the Steelers are or not? The Steelers are going to lose by six to the Bills, even though Josh Allen's a little banged up. But that's my prediction. I, 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 I honestly it might don't. lose the division. The Bills are favored, one and a half point favorites. I thought it was two yeah. and a half a, a, a day ago. They're gonna uh, start feeling the heat. I think the I think the Steelers could could lose this game and then again have another meaningful game against the Browns here to end the season. I have to play the Bengals in between the Colts. They still gotta play the Colts. Yeah. Colts is no gimme either. The Colts, they lose to the Colts. They lose to. The Bills, they lose to the Browns. The Browns are division champs, right? No? Yeah. If the Browns win out, if the Browns win out. Some universes, yeah. (laughs) The writing's on the wall, Mike. It could happen. It's Believeland. I may live in Hudson, but I'm still in the area of Believeland. So what's what's life in Hudson like, Mike? Tell us. Like, it's... It's kind of off of our our radar. We're up here kind of a little north of you a little bit. Oh, it's great. You got the um, National Park, and you got... uh, yeah, yeah, you got the pretty nice uh, neighborhoods and stuff and tons of, like, trails and stuff. You guys go to the National Park a lot? Um, yeah, I've been going with my dog a lot. Cool. Yeah, it's like I have I have no idea about what's any the, of the National Park, so it's cool to discover all that stuff. What's the melon head situation down there? It doesn't look like there's many melon heads. It's just like no, as far as a, lot of, a lot of just, like, hikers. But they're probably murdered. I mean, are their heads normal size? Yeah, the hikers that you see, I mean, are they? They're, like, more pinheaded. Ooh, I don't know which is better. Oh. And they wear those, Spawn like, of those, the melon like, those hiking hats, you know, like those. Yeah. Like uh, I don't think you can trust those people. Wide-brimmed hats. Columbia wearing Columbia cargo pants. But that's what I'm saying. So like, golf was 2020. Um, but I'm thinking next year's hiking. So I'm I'm gonna be super crazy into hiking next year. Yeah, you gonna get a like, walking like, stick? Oh yeah, sticks and like one of those. Um, maybe maybe do a little Nalgene, wood a shop in your basement bottle. too. I always got a kick out of when we you run across a lot of a lot of serious hikers in Colorado a lot and you you know so you pass a guy with a with two walking sticks just charging up a, the side of a hill and then but then you'd also like come upon a family and a and a little girl who's carrying a naked Barbie doll doing the same hike as <laughs> right. that guy you know, right like, and they're fine well, yeah and then and like the guys have like camel backs she's, she's with, like, not drinking any water ounces. right she hasn't drank in water in probably three days just Kool Aid sugar laden Kool Aid and this guy's like path path coming through <laughs> relax relax buddy. This Relax. This family's doing a, a Sunday walk. <laughs> yeah. Relax, buddy. It's Mother's Day. We're out here. We're just walking. That, that reminds me of a story of my, my buddy, uh, or our buddy, Ryan Heimbach, we may have talked about before. Not, L- not, lives, my, not mine. Don't not your buddy. Sorry. Don't put me in that group. Lives in like Eastern PA. Edged right me in out the, for right the Right in the Appalachia. Fish. And... Uh, He's, his house is right on the Appalachian Trail. You could see the trail from his house, I think. And um, 
so we've one day we decide we're gonna go hike like a little section of it so ryan's a little goofball so we stop at the store he grabs like a, a styrofoam cup of coffee and some a, some beef jerky sticks in his like cargo pants right and we're just doing this like maybe like four or five mile trek so you know we didn't need much a bottle of water or whatever and uh we're like five minutes into this trek and we see these guys come up and ryan's got a pick you know a styrofoam convenient cup of coffee in his hand and he's like hey where are you guys coming from they're like uh georgia they're like hiking Atlanta. the entire trail <laughs> on their way up to Maine and he's got a styrofoam cup of coffee and a, a bag of beef jerky in his pocket like just woke up an hour ago <laughs> it was just like hey do you mind you got any dried meats we could take with us uh, I was planning on eating this myself <laughs> sorry hey, hey, mole skin for my feet they're killing me <laughs> no sorry Mike yeah we have a little game we're gonna play with you all right. It's I called Five Questions. We did this with Shane the last podcast. And I like this is our first podcast in a couple of weeks because Shane was on his deathbed with COVID, but now he's back. So we decided to bring it back. And I'm we're gonna, back, bitch. He's back. Okay. Okay. And we're going to decide to bring this game back for you, our first guest, which is an honor in and of itself. So I hopefully you feel the honor. I'm honored. But what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do, Mike, is we're gonna ask you questions, and before you answer the questions, Mike, Shane, and I are gonna answer the questions. What we think your answer would be or should be. Okay, but I can answer it like in my mind. You can answer in your mind, but no, uh, no one can take that from you. No, I mean we're we're trying to be fair about this. So at the end. Since you're our first caller, we are going to give you an opportunity to answer it yourself. But we're first going to answer it for you. Okay. So we may be, we may, we may be on the right track. We may yeah. be completely off. Some of this will be hurtful. Some of it will be hurtful. Some of this might be at your expense. Some of it probably will feel great. But I think all of it is going to be a learning experience for everybody. So if you're ready, we can begin. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready whenever. Are you ready to tell? But the, don't answer it yet. The ten to twelve listeners that we have. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna Your get darkest deep. secrets. It's it's gonna get heavy, real heavy. You might get fifteen listeners on this one. So, the first question, Mike. Whoa. Okay. And actually, this was a question posed by Mike Stahl because it was something that I think has been eating at him for many, many years. His question to you, and actually, we'll answer it obviously before you do is how many t-shirts of his did you steal throughout his John Carroll experience? Mike, I'll let you start with that. I'll go ahead and answer right now. Somewhere in the in the double-digit range. I'd say <laughs> 10 to 15. Um, and not to mention, he stole my car several times <laughs> to go to school. <laughs> where I would, I would drive to Ayers Well Drilling would work that day i'd get there about 7 45 and then mike would take my car to school <laughs> i'm not even sure he had a license yeah i don't i don't know i had a license yeah it was licensed. but i can i did not, I can, I did not know i was teaching myself how to drive stick in my head i can remember Wait, what kind least, of car what kind of car was that that i remember you had it was like a white stick yeah. shift Little coupe. It wasn't the. Uh, it was the baby white, blue. It was like a. Yeah, baby. the white car was the Plymouth Laser. Oh, the Plymouth Laser. That was uh, my older brother David's car that he uh, he bought and then bequeathed to me. And then, but I was driving a Toyota Supra. Oh wow! Dented driver's side door. Yeah, those were mm-hmm. pimp. And <laughs> those were hot back then. How'd you uh, keep the ladies away from you with that? Well, I chose to decorate it with CDs on the floor. It had, cool floor mats, it had a cool pioneer radio. It had a cool pioneer. It had one of those detachable face pioneer radios. So so Stahl would detach the face and then just like chuck it in the console. <laughs> so literally, like if you stole the car or wanted to steal the radio, you would just break in and then grab it and then put it in and then steal <laughs> the whole fucking radio. That's right, Mike. I, I have you somewhere in the number of ten to ten to fifteen items. Okay, I won't stop it at shirts. Items of clothing of mine that. You Probably may, some sweatpants. You might even still have in your house. Today. Oh yeah, maybe some sunglasses. I think I borrowed some sunglasses. <laughs> okay. I know I lost a pair of pair of like sandals or slides, like Adidas slides, to Mike. 
So, so Shane, what do you, like? I guess now it's kind of turned into like how many how many yeah, articles geez, of Mike, clothing you stolen from all of us? from all. Yeah, I mean, believe me, I got a whole fucking laundry list of shit I could go in right now. I can only think of one pair of uh, of like slides, but I, I would guess overall of Mike's stalls that Mike Ayers has stolen, probably you know a good baker's dozen. Yeah. Well, I would. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how. I mean, I I, I know I've seen I've seen you, Mike, with like Lima Central Catholic gear on. Yes. You know, yeah. it, it's probably been a while, but back in the day... You, that was the, that <laughs> oh, was the telltale, story. like he was reading through my drawers. I was like, you didn't go to Lima Central Catholic. I actually went to Lima... Hey, that's my shirt. But it, it, I was like 17 and I was like 18 and like we went out to that bar and like i just like i think i just wore stalls like carol letter jacket out to like quinn's and we just like smoked cigarettes like all night long at quinn's and like you're like that's why i don't take it out to the bar i'm like they don't want it to smell like cigarettes and like, i wasn't smoking cigarettes like meanwhile like me and these girls are just like chain smoking menthol so yeah that i don't know if that counts but that might have been one well if you gave it back i don't know if that counts I, oh I, yes these are all just rent mostly rentals but i did have the Lima Center Catholic, there was a gray one, a t-shirt that I did steal, I'm sure. And then there was also the, um, and I was thinking about it when I was driving through Jackson Milton the other day. I was like, definition, you know, focused intensity, Dayton. That was the blue shirt that I stole, that I think was Ben Halen's, that you stole from Ben Halen, that I stole from you. And that was the kind of thing. I was like, hey, these people are stealing shirts, so I'm going to steal shirts too. Hey, when in Rome, I guess. That was the gateway shirt? I, I, I still, though, like, for me personally... I mean, I, you've stolen countless articles of clothing from me over the years, and I, I can't even probably put a number on it. Yeah. But but to this day, I still think, like, there's times when I show up to work, so we get all of our work pants delivered to us. Like, we get Carhartt work pants delivered to us from Centos. And there's times when I'm like, how do, how do when they're supposed to deliver me, like, a week's worth of pants, I have two pants. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? And every once in a while, I'll see Mike on a job or we'll use him, and he's got these blue Carhartt fucking work pants on. And I'm like, dude, are you taking my pants? He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, that's just ironic. Uh, it's the, finders, finders, is finders keepers. I guess. I guess, it's fi- I guess it's finders keepers. <laughs> so wow, what? Is, so what is your? What is your? What's your, the, what's what's your number? number, Mike? I mean, how many? How many things have you stolen from Mike Stall over? Oh, the under ten. Under ten. I would say probably like maybe three or four. Is that including the car or no? Yeah. I mean, are you including the rentals? Car, I had the car and the laundry rentals, that was in there. Rentals, I would say over, definitely over like 12. Oh, but that's... just like, straight out like, this is my t-shirt now type deal is like maybe three. Fair enough. Okay. Fair well, enough. All right. I think I think we're we're good with that number. I mean, we can, we can live with that. Next question. Next question, Mike. And Shane's going to answer first here. Uh-oh. Mike, you've become a, a very, very avid golfer over the last couple of months, and uh, you've devoted a lot of time and effort to it. Since since you're new at the game, you know I know you're still working on things and whatnot, but we'd like to say, what professional golfer do you, not even professional golfer, what golfer do you feel that your swing resembles the most at this point? Shane? Uh, I'm going to go with Jesper Parnovic. <laughs> That's I'm not even, even explaining why. I couldn't even fucking tell you what that swing looks like. I don't like. know if that's a golfer or a Norwegian porn star. <laughs> any any explanation or no? You're you're just that's what you're. He wasn't say. the best golfer, and I think he pulled a lot to the left. So last time I, you know, he hooked a lot. So last time I played with Mike, he, he hooked the ball a lot. He's a hooker. So um, I'm going, and I like the name. I just wanted. I just really wanted to say yes for part of it. So that's it. All right, fair enough. I will say, for me, I'd have to say probably Jim Furyk, only because like he had a really kind of unique swing, and I think Mike's swing is very unique. And uh, if you're talking about swing planes, it might not always be on the plane that uh, say uh, like a Justin Thomas might might have caught a later flight. Yeah, he might have got delayed. <laughs> Maybe might, it was delayed. He might have got bumped, and now he's. <laughs> Instead of going to Chicago, he's going to end up in Nashville, and he's going to somehow make his way to Houston. Bingo. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Jim Furyk, just because it's unconventional, but, you know, seems to you know starting to get the job done. 
I w- yeah, I was going to say the same thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, not Jim Furyk, fantastic golfer. Um, and I, I was going to say, uh, who's the the Wolf kid? It's kind of the same Matthew kind Wolf. of action at the top yeah. of the top of the swing. I guess I could say uh, Charles Barkley just based on the direction of the ball <laughs> that comes off of the face. <laughs> but uh, I th- th- give us a little bit. Tell us a little bit how you ended up with a 64-degree uh, lob wedge. Tell me a little bit about that. Because I think that's really the heart of your game is that lob wedge. Well, I mean, I needed something like Phil Mickelson style that I could just get a lot of a lot of out you want to be able to take a full cut and get 10 yards out of it so but i it's a work in progress and i feel if i can get that down i can get any wedge down so i think you and the other the other four percent of the professional golfers that own a 64 degree lob wedge and people love it the fans love it to be honest like it's like kind of a tough all right and, and, and it's a talking point i mean you show up with a 64 degree wedge, people are like, this dude's a motherfucking player. Like, he ain't fucking around. Uh, enough, uh, enough. You show up there and you try and kill it, and, like, and they're like, whoa, like, they're like duck, but then it just goes 50 feet in the air and it lands. Like, <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Either that or was, he actually does hit him. <laughs> whatever we say about Mike's golf swing and whether or not he's, you know, uh, of course, you know, we're all, I'm a high handicapper. You know, you guys are trending towards, towards, you know, much lower than myself, but I enjoy playing with Mike because he's a he's a fast player. He's a fast player. He doesn't, you know, he's a pretty low key player. He doesn't get upset. He's pretty even keel. Playing well, <laughs> playing. You know, he's never really that unhappy about it. He's really kind of put aside that like throw your putter into the green. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that. Fact. Old. He just he well, he may have fast. some calming things he ingests into his body that probably <laughs> help with that. Might even be part of the next question. Yeah, Mike. So, so Mike, who do you think you uh, your swing looks like? Well, since I've overhauled my swing in the last week, I now <laughs> in your basement in front of a mirror. Yeah, I now resemble Sun J M, South <laughs> Korean rookie golfer, <laughs> station who's got like the paws like halfway up, and then he just brings drops the hammer down. But before that, I, I always kind of thought I was like an Ernie Els like. Freddie couples, but I guess it just didn't really translate into reality. Yeah, almost nobody that has watched you golf would <laughs> would align you with any of those golfers. And I'm pretty sure both of them just got on the horn with their their lawyers and said, "Who is this well, Mike Ayers guy, and why is why is he aligning them?" Well, the, but I think, yeah, wait to see in 2021. I think he'll be fun. Well, the, the the funny conversation I had with Mike this week, we, you know, we, we talk to each other a couple times a week usually, and I was talking to him the other day, and uh, he called me, I think, to start bragging about his, like, setup with his net in the basement, and he can just start, you know, honing his skills. And he's like, he's when like, you have no idea where the balls might go after 10 feet. No, no, no. <laughs> but... But the the funny part of the conversation was he's like he's like hey Jim he's like do you know that like most golfers like interlock their hands when they're actually swinging <laughs> I'm like yeah that's kind of like the staple grip right and uh, I'm like yeah and so we were we were talking about that which you know it's just, it's just another step in the in the process Mike yeah I didn't lock interlock my grip till probably 15 years ago yeah. before that I baseball grip so. I still kind of like the baseball grip, but I, I just go back and forth. All right, next question. Next yeah. question. Okay, so Mike, we know uh, we know you've kind of dabbled in maybe some things that uh, are relaxing in the golfing, you know, golfing world or any any other aspect of your life. One of the spas, co- I love spas. Spas are good. I know you love hot tubs. <laughs> Caesar's Palace Spa, the best best hot tub in the world. Good, good to know. Hopefully, Caesar's will start sponsoring us. Yep. What okay, so our question is what what is the craziest name of some sort of hybrid or you know, what like the weed? We're talking about marijuana at this point. What's the craziest name of weed you've ever come across? Michael Stahl, you go first. I keep thinking of names of beers. I'm gonna say something that has to do with the undead, a uh, a zombie something. Zombie dust keeps coming to keeps coming to mind. That's a beer. It is a beer. Um, Three Floyds. And then I also want to go back to Afghanistan, like a uh, 
Something from the opioid field. Some sort of Kush. Yeah, Kush. Um, Kush Lash. Kush Lash. Okay. Kush Jane. Lash from Jerry Maguire. I'm going to say uh, almost heroin. Okay. My vote would be the one that I actually tried when we went out to your bachelor party in uh, Denver. It was called Ecto Cooler. And that uh, that, that wrecked me. Named after the old high C drink, <laughs> after the Ghostbusters oh, sponsorship. So I went out of my way for that one. <laughs> I mean, Ecto Cooler left its mark on me for many, many months afterwards. It dropped your IQ several points. Yeah, I, I'll never, get, I'll never get back to my baseline after Ecto Cooler. What's uh, what about you, Mike? What's the craziest name? Of some sort of weed product that you've ever heard? Um, probably cat piss. <laughs> cat piss. Um, and it was never really, I never really was really like drawn to it. I never got it because I was like, I don't want that, you know? I mean, it doesn't sound inviting. I don't want that. The one that is really cool right now that I want to try is called Garlic Cane. It's garlic and hurricane combined. So it's like a garlic cane. They, those both. I, I think I'd go. I mean, I like garlic. I don't like cat piss. So. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Question four. Question four, Mike. This should be an easy one for you. Maybe not. From your time as a Cleveland sports fanatic, you I know you love the Browns. You you love the Cavs. You love the you love the Indians. I mean, I'm sure you love the Force when they were playing back in the '80s. Who is your all-time favorite Cleveland athlete, Mike? So. Uh, I'm gonna say. There's nothing like super entertaining about this guess, but I'm gonna say Bernie Kosar. That's good. I'm gonna say I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I know Mike, you're what four years younger than than us, but I think you still know these guys. So I, I feel like you were a big Webster Slaughter fan. Um. Oh, I want to change mine. All right, go ahead, Brian Brennan. <laughs> Brian Brennan. Huh, this is tough for me because I know. I know Mike does, you know, have have a soft spot in his heart for basketball, and I feel like LeBron would be too easy. But I will say that his favorite Cleveland athlete of all time was hmm, Eric Metcalf. Hmm. Mike, what do you got? Albert Bell. Oh, Joey. Joey, Joey Bell. Bell. Hey. That was Bell's thing, man. Just, like, when he would hit a home run, that was just the greatest. Oh, when he, mean, LeBron was pretty years, sweet yeah. too, but like. I, Thinking about it, like even though he was troubled in his mind, and like he threw a baseball at a kid or some shit, like it was fun to watch him hit homers. I mean, he was a, he was a straight up badass. Like he used to work out at JCU. Yeah, he, he didn't he that. like chase off trick or treaters one year because they were. I remember that. When I lived, yeah, when I lived in Arizona at Arizona State, he was like stalked the Arizona State golf team, like because he like was obsessed with golf and like they had to like avoid him because like they were like, all right, Albert, like you're kind of a stalker. And he Joe. Was I mean, he was he was a straight bat. He was a guy that like would come up to bat, and you knew the pitchers were like sh- scared shitless of throwing a ball to him. That was a pretty fun season back in uh, the. Yeah, the, the late '90s, home run races and everything else. Nobody's super. Well, everybody's super juicing. Well, that one year Bell hit what 50, 50 homers, fifty doubles. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Ninety-five. And he he was just a, he was a straight up killer. That's what, they never yeah. really proved that he was on points. No, no, I, don't, I think he was just straight up mean and crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was jacking a lot of homers. All right, Mike. Last question. Um, you've been you've been a great guest, by the way. Like we we can't even say how how much we appreciate your availability here. But I think I've been, this, chipping, I've been chipping the whole time. But what during this whole interview? <laughs> I think this last question. You know, it's going to take some thought. But assuming that you were gay and you had to marry and spend the rest of your life with one male rock star. Who would it be? Stall? <laughs> uh, this is... I have to think about Mike and his musical tastes here. Not his taste in men. Yeah, there's so... And this has. This is kind of a question of, like, do, does he also have a time machine? Because I think, you know, Neil Young now or Neil Young 1974. Really? I don't, I don't... I don't know if I, I see him as a Neil Young guy, but you do your thing, Mike. You're judging your brother's propensity for being gay with a 
I think, I think I think I could like if I knew if Mike was gay, I think I know what kind of guys he would go for. But yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's just the brother. I mean, that's your brother. Your brother. brother. I mean, I know him. You know. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. The lead si- the lead singer for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> that's fucking weird. Is he alive? Is he dead? Right. Mr. Skinner. Yeah, Mr. Skinner. So, is his name Leonard or is it Skinner? No, it's neither. The Leonard. Skinner I was a teacher, was the right? Name of their janitor in their high school. Yeah, I know that, but is it was it like a Van Zant? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to say, I, I don't know, I, I don't know why I'm thinking that it was a song he played at a rock off. That was. Uh... All right. Well, okay. Lead singer Leonard Skinner. Yep. Shane. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Willie Nelson. To get access to his stash. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good call. Oh, a, yeah. I understand where you're going with that. Mustache, yeah. Mustache rides one nickel. Right. Um, for me, I would just have to say you would be married to Young Jeezy. Jeezy? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would say probably maybe Mick Jagger only for the fact that like I know you're a big Rolling Stones fan. And you could let you know you could you could find a way to to live that life and you know be happy. What about you, Mike? Yeah, you're up. Yeah, yeah, you, the, yeah, the Mike. caller. Who's your Who's your gay rock star lover? Um, how about maybe how about Ozzy Osbourne? Oh, that why Here's Ozzy Osbourne? I don't know. It's the whole satanic thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, that opens up a whole different door. <clears throat> take a take a bite off of your old bat, huh? <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. That's interesting. That, surprising. Almost like a Van Zant type of. Uh... You know, I've always thought if you're gay and a rock star. Be <laughs> I'm sure. I'm. I'd be willing to bet Ozzy Osbourne has been in some situations where it's just things are being thrown around and some gay stuff happened, and he doesn't even. He probably remembers or doesn't remember. Is he still alive or is he dead? No, he's alive. No, he's still with you, us. You still got a shot, Mike. Didn't he, like, didn't he like get like buried in an avalanche like 10 years ago or something? Like, that? No, I think he got in a cra- crash on a crazy train, actually. <laughs> it's a pileup. All right, Mike. Well, that was great, great work out of you. We're happy that you were able to join us and... Uh, we hope you continue chipping uh, amazing chips into your net in your basement. Keep, so keep working with that sixty-four. Do you have high ceilings in your house? <laughs> Please tell me the net covers the ceiling too. Keep working with that sixty-four degree lob wedge and that spoon. Yeah, keep uh... working on my Jesper Parnovic impression. There you go. All right, man. Well, good talking to you. Thanks for coming, and uh, we will talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Mike. All right, thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you later. All right, bye. Well, that was interesting. Hopefully, that can't, comes through all right, and everybody can hear our first uh, first phoning guest. It was a it was a trial by fire. Yeah. So if you if you want to be a, a phone in guest, we are taking uh, we are taking requests. It's a hundred dollars per hour. Yeah, a hundred dollars, and and Mike was uh, was gracious enough to to pony up that money initially. And it all goes to charity, and the charity is Shane, Jim, Mike. Beer fund, beer fund. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that replaces the uh, keg of white Raja that's about to get kicked. Yeah, in yeah. the cabin. We're uh, yeah, we're nearly out of our first keg here, and that's that's good it's news. A, it's a sad day, but a happy day. You know, it's like one of those things. It's like watching your kid go off to college, and it's you're you're excited, but you're, there's a little bit of sadness. Yep, yep. We got to return it to uh, our good friends down at. Uh, Red wine and brew, right? Yeah, Chesterland, right. But you know, we're willing to take this show on the road and and go out to uh, you know Ohio City, the home of some great uh, some great breweries on the 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 east side there or the west side there. And the, but the, my gosh, there's there's more Cleveland breweries than there are people. I mean, I think when this point. when this whole COVID thing's over, we have a uh, meetup. We do a we do a podcast live at a brewery. Yeah, for sure. That hosts us, and we have our all our fans come out. I would love to. I would love to do that, and we would purchase a uh, tall quarter or a sixth, six barrel, and bring it on back to the the cutting weight cabin and and tap it. 
that'd be a that'd be a fantastic opportunity. I think it's a great idea, and I think uh, hopefully it's something on the horizon. You know, as long as things get better, we're uh, we're we're in. We're we're in for the duration. Yep, long haul, long haul. Yeah, this long is haul. not a this, this ain't a fly by night no, deal. Not a flash in the pan. No, not by a long shot. Mm-mm. This right. is what this is grease lightning. If the lightning would never stop, and we just keep on going. All right, all right. Anything else, boys? We wrap it up. No, I think that's about. I think we're uh, we're about out of time. Go Browns, big time. Go Browns Monday night. Got- Ravens destroy those fucking ugly birds. The dirty birds. Dirty birds. Get them out. I of mean, here. you have to even admit, Saul. You hate those motherfuckers. I do hate the dirty birds. I, I, you know, frankly, I'd like to see the Brownies get a win here and then come into the playoffs uh, strong and then ultimately lose marvelously to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, That's, if the Browns lose in the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs, I can deal with that. I'll tell you what I'm not ready for is a meaningful playoff game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. That was the Browns' last playoff game. I'm not ready for that. I, I will well, not travel. When, when they played in the last playoff game, which, whichever time that was. 07 or something? Wasn't it the case where the Browns played the Steelers week 16 and then they played them the next week? Yeah, it was Kelly Holcomb. Right, but wasn't didn't they play like back-to-back games? They, yeah, I think they did. They, it was... So hopefully yeah. that won't happen. Yeah. But I don't know. We got, we got a big game Monday where everyone's pumped up yeah, in this one, town. One or no. That's that's the mantra. I, I'll tell you what, I love Kevin Stefanski. So do the ladies, from what I hear. Yeah, he's a he's a good looking man. I mean, I he's a, yeah, I can say he's a good looking. Next man. next week for our guests, we'll ask him like which NFL coach, if you were gay, would you be wanting to be married to? <laughs> I think Kevin Stefanski's top of the list. Which which superhero villain does Kevin Stefanski most most look like? And it's probably the dumb guy from Superman two. Really. The, yeah. the the dumb bad guy. Yeah, he looks exactly. Yeah, like, but, him. like that guy's head was way bigger. Like he had a bigger forehead. That guy was hilarious. Like I love that guy, but I don't know. I I could see the beard, like the growth, but I. Other than that, all right, all right, Mike, play us out. All right. But the way you look, I understand that you were not. Impressed.